1: This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Okay, so this week I made chicken pesto for my wife and I, and I'll admit it was pretty good. I'm a big fan of chicken pesto and I'm pretty good at making it. And this brings me back to a conversation I had a couple of months ago with a friend of mine. He gave me a call, asked how I'm doing, asked what I'm up to, and I said, I'm making chicken pesto for my wife and I. And he asked, Did you make the pesto from scratch? And then I asked him, well, what does scratch mean? I didn't make the pesto, but I didn't buy the chicken pesto prepackaged. And then we got into a long conversation and the conversation ended up like this. What is made from scratch these days? If you don't have a garden, if you aren't raising vegetables in the backyard, or if you don't have a farm growing corn, is anything made from scratch? You may have made cookies or muffins or some food from scratch, but did you make the flour? What counts as scratch? A good thought for you to ponder. Okay, so I want to focus on the Minnesota Vikings a little bit here today because Justin Jefferson recently made some comments and I want to respond to them a little bit. Justin Jefferson recently said that Devontae Adams now playing for the Las Vegas Raiders, is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And Jefferson said that he will be the number one wide receiver in football after this season, which means that Justin Jefferson is going to get a massive contract extension from the Minnesota Vikings, even though Justin Jefferson said that he's not too fond of money, and I'll get into that shortly. But diving deeper into his comments a little bit, Justin Jefferson believes that he is already a better wide receiver than Los Angeles Rams receiver Cooper Cup, the MVP in the Super Bowl and the wide receiver with the best numbers last season. So I wanted to compare the two players, Justin Jefferson versus Cooper Cup. Justin Jefferson played 17 games last year. So did Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was targeted 191 times compared to Justin Jefferson's 167 targets. Justin Jefferson caught the ball 108 times and Cooper Cup caught it 145 times. Now let's get into the yards. Cooper Cup had 1,947 yards. Justin Jefferson, 1,616 yards. Justin Jefferson's yards per game equals about 95.1. And Cooper Cup's yard per game is 114.5. So both of these receivers played 17 games. And Cooper Cup had almost 300 more yards than Justin Jefferson, which would mean that Jefferson would have to play 20 games that season just to catch Cooper Cup in total yardage as a wide receiver. Let's compare touchdowns between these two receivers. Cooper Cup had 16 touchdowns, and Justin Jefferson had 10. Now, things to take into consideration, Justin Jefferson was being coached by a defensive-minded head coach, Mike Zimmer, who just happened to have the worst defense in the league. That's not a good combination if you're looking to have a breakout season as a wide receiver. Cooper Cup, he was being coached by one of the most elite and effective offensive coaches the NFL has ever seen. So, two major components to take into consideration Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson. Cooper Cup also has Matthew Stafford throwing him the ball, and Justin Jefferson has Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball. But you also have to take into consideration the numbers between these two receivers. Jerry Rice is still the best wide receiver in football, even though Joe Montana was throwing him the ball for most of his career. And then Joe Montana got traded. And, oh, wait, the lefty southpaw Steve Young fills the shoes of Joe Montana. Jerry Rice went from Hall of Fame quarterback, one of the greatest of all time, to a Hall of Fame quarterback quarterback One of the greatest of all time. And we don't punish Jerry Rice for having those quarterbacks throwing him the football. He's still widely accepted and known as the best receiver in NFL history. We don't punish Randy Moss's record-breaking touchdown season with the Patriots because Tom Brady was throwing him the football. Let's face the facts. If you are going to be a great receiver... You have to have a great quarterback. Marvin Harrison had Peyton Manning. Cooper Cup had Matthew Stafford. And he also had wonderful weapons around him, like Odell Beckham Jr. and Robert Woods. Cooper Cup benefited from having a great head coach, great quarterback, and great weapons around him. And we shouldn't punish him for that. It's not Cooper Cup's fault that Justin Jefferson had Mike Zimmer as a head coach. It says something about Cooper Cup that he can have all of those great components around him and still have almost 300 more yards at the end of the season than Justin Jefferson. It got me thinking while I was preparing for this about the best white wide receivers in NFL history. Who are the best white wide receivers in NFL history? Cooper Cup is the best NFL wide receiver right now. Has there ever been a white wide receiver that's been the best in NFL history? So I found this website, and there is an article written on Complex.com back in 2014. I'm sure if this article was written today, the writer of this article, Gus Turner would have probably been canceled. I mean, when you think about it, if Friends or Seinfeld or The Office was created today, that show wouldn't last longer than two weeks. And those shows have been one of the highest watched television shows in television history. And Friends actors, Seinfeld actors, The Office actors, are still getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars for the re on television, but the article is still written. The article is still effective. The top 25 receivers, 25 is Eric Decker, 24, Brandon Stokely, 23, Jordy Nelson, 22, Joe Don't never heard of him before, 21, Ricky Prohl, 20, Bill Schroeder, 19, Steve Watson. Haven't even heard of half of these guys. They probably played in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. Number 18, Pat Tilly. Number 17, Wayne Schraubet, New York Jets. 16, Ed McCaffrey. 15, Dwight Clark, the famous catch. 14, Billy Houghton. 13, Max Speedy. 12, Hugh Taylor. 13, Max Speedy. Isn't that the perfect name for a wide receiver? Could you imagine a more perfect name as a receiver? Hmm. Number 12, Hugh Taylor. Number 11, Chris Collingsworth, NBC Sports. Number 10, Elroy Hirsch. Number 9, Billy Wilson. Number 8, Wes Welker. Tom Brady made him a household name. Number 7, Del Schaffner. Number 6, Raymond Berry. Number five, Fred Biltnikoff. Number four, Harlan Hill. Number three, Steve Largent. Number two, Lance Elworth. And number one, Don Hudson. So in recent years, let's say their last let's say the last thirty years, nineteen ninety two, there has not been an elite white wide receiver in football like Cooper Cup. He's the best receiver in football. And it's not even close based off the statistics. And I don't think it's unfair to look at the best white wide receivers in NFL history because black receivers dominate the sport. Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, Santonio Holmes, Marvin Harrison. All of these guys are legends. There were great white wide receivers back in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. It's amazing to see Cooper Cup on top of that list. Cooper Cup has made history not only as the first MVP in the Super Bowl for a wide receiver, but as the best white wide receiver in NFL history and the first in the modern day era, to be the best wide receiver in football. Justin Jefferson's exciting. He's a fun receiver to watch. And he recently said, I'm not too fond of money, in a press conference. And I looked up the definition of fond. The definition states, having an affection or liking for. Now, Justin Jefferson has an affection or liking for money. I can guarantee you that maybe Justin Jefferson isn't motivated by money. Maybe he's motivated to be the best wide receiver in football. Maybe he's motivated to be one of the best wide receivers in NFL history to break records, to become a household name, to be remembered for years and years beyond his playing days. But he has a fond for money. And next year, when he gets a contract that probably will pay him the highest a wide receiver has ever gotten paid in NFL history, that affection, that fond for money will be quite apparent. I'm excited for the Vikings season. I am giddy about the Minnesota Vikings season. The most I've been giddy for... In a very, very long time. I'm excited to preview the Minnesota Vikings season. Remember, Jared Allen, the defensive end, the legend for the Minnesota Vikings, who will be inducted into the Minnesota Vikings Ring of Honor this season, is joining the Minnesota Tim Podcast next week. And so is Lavelli Neal III, Star Tribune writer, covers the Minnesota Twins, covers so many different sports now that he's a part of the Star Tribune, but he once focused strictly on the Minnesota Twins, and we're going to talk to him about the Minnesota Twins when he comes on the podcast next week. Everyone, have a great weekend. Enjoy the rainy weather if you're in Minnesota. We need it desperately. Stay safe.
0: NerdWallet. Finance smarter.